You are listening to Savage Beauty Podcast. This is your host, Savannah. Happy Monday, everybody. It's May. It's spring. The weather is gorgeous outside. I wanted to record outside for you guys today, but um, I did like a mini little test run, and all you can hear in the background is all the construction that's going on behind my house. So that was, uh, no, not going to happen. And also, my birthday is next Wednesday. No, it's this Wednesday. Wow, it's in two days. Wow, my memory is already leaving me. I'm only going to be 28. (laughs) Anyways, let's move on. (laughs) Enough about that. So, we are going to continue our skincare series. And today is all about skin nourishment and adding the hydration back into your skin. We have already cleansed our skin, toned our skin, and now it's time to add hydration and nourishment back in. Um, I'm going to be real with you for one minute. Not everyone makes sure to put oils, moisturizers, and SPF on after cleansing and toning. And what most people do not realize is that oils and moisturizers help lock everything in and create a barrier for the skin. So between moisturizing and SPF, the skin is protected from environmental damages and sun damage. And most people don't realize these things until they are much older and it has really started to show and affect them. I used to work at Massage Envy. Uh, front desk. I was definitely not an esthetician there, but the clients that would come in for facials and chemical peels and microderms, which we'll get into in the next segment, um, those people had a lot of sun damage and a lot of environmental damage to their skin. And it was people that I could tell you right now, they probably never wore moisturizer and SPF a day in their life. Um, it's super important. These things are going to prevent anti-aging and sunspots and wrinkles and solar chromodones. And it's just really important. And I don't think that we really stress the importance of it as much as we should. Um, so that's why I'm here. Nourishing your skin is also determined by where you live. So obviously the drier it is climate wise, the more moisture your skin will need. And vice versa, the more humid your climate is, the less moisture you will need. Now, I can't even tell you how many times I have had clients or people that have sat in my chair for makeup and they'll just say, oh my gosh, I'm visiting from wherever it's humid and now I'm in Colorado and it's just so dry. Or they used to live somewhere where it was humid and now they're in Colorado and it's just so dry. Or they moved to like a desert area and it's just so dry. Your skin is going to change. Definitely, that's an environmental damage. Um, Wherever you are, if you're in the drier areas, you're going to need more moisturizer and more oils and they're going to be your best friend. However, if you live where it's humid your skin is already retaining a lot of moisture, so you aren't going to need as much. However, you can still use the same products 
just use them sparingly instead of lathering them on your skin because you don't need that much. Um, we're going to talk about different products as far as oils and moisturizers go. So I really wanted to touch base on facial oils first because facial oils are a huge trend right now. Um, actually one that I've been loving. I use so many oils on my skin because I do live in Colorado and it is dry in Colorado. I find it necessary to kind of make an oil cocktail for my skin. Um, and what I love about the oils is that you can use them anywhere on your body and one drop goes a long way. So you can buy a big bottle and it will last you probably like six months. Um, obviously read the shelf life on your oils and all of your products because you don't want to use them after they've expired. You can commit to a chemical burn or some kind of bacterial infection that way and so we need to be safe about that especially with oils because a lot of them are made from plant-based formulas and a lot of them don't contain parabens and preservatives. So we just really need to make sure that we're not putting expired oils on our faces. Oils are lightweight, plant-based formulas for the skin that need to be applied prior to moisturizers and SPF. The reason that they need to be prior to moisturizers and F SPF is because they're going to be the most effective on your skin when you use them right after toning. You've tightened everything up and you need to add all that moisture back in so those oils are going to absorb really quickly if you put them on after the moisturizer they're just going to kind of sit on top of your skin and not really get absorbed as much as they should oils kind of target different areas of the skin as well so different oils do different things for the skin i have oils that are for um, hydration and glow. I have toning oils. I have restorative youth oils, tea tree oil, um, oils for wrinkles, oils for spot blemishing and spot healing those, however you want to word that. It's just really important to have a variety of oils when you're using them. Um, they're formulated with vitamins, antioxidants and essential fatty acids that our skin needs for nourishment our skin needs those ingredients to maintain a healthy balance um, and when we were talking in the last episode about toning we know that balancing your ph and having that balance to your skin is super important oils are great for anti-aging acne and they help keep the outer layer of your skin protected and nourished Essential oils, this is a very controversial topic. <laughs> essential oils are okay to use on the skin. In fact, most essential oils are actually created for the skin specifically. However, if you use an essential oil that is highly concentrated or synthetic, that's when it can become very damaging to the skin. You should always dilute your essential oils before using them on the skin because pure essential oils are too potent to use alone. What I mean by that is there's, so if you order, um, let's say doTERRA oils, they have a like coconut dilute or whatever, there, there's always a dilute that you can use or you can use water. Um, 
I've gotten tea tree oils that say make sure you wet the q-tip first or like use water to dilute this or mix with a medium so like cocoa butter to dilute this because it's very potent to use on your skin alone and I think that's where the controversy lies because people think since it is so potent that you shouldn't put it on your skin but like I said most essential oils are actually created specifically for skincare so just all you have to do is dilute it I mean it takes two seconds of your time um you always want to make sure that your essential oils are formulated without perfumes synthetic ingredients and make sure they're natural and organic Um, make sure they're unrefined and pure from the source some oils that i love that i know are pure from the source and are all these good things that i'm telling you are herbivore this brand is amazing they are organic they don't use fillers in their products which is super important to me when it comes to oils or most skincare products in general but mostly oils because you want to make sure that oils are essential in having antioxidants vitamins fatty acids and that they come from the source and are pure because i've already said and i'll say it again synthetic ingredients are harmful to the skin so that's why i really love this brand specifically they don't use fillers in their products The ingredients listed are all active, which means you will see results easier from these products. Active ingredients are super important. Those are the ingredients that are going to react as soon as you put them on your skin. Every product has a list of active ingredients. That's what you want to make sure you read first when looking for ingredients, especially in oils. The active ingredients are going to give you the most results. Um... They don't use any synthetic ingredients, harsh chemicals, and things that you don't want on your skin. And that really is the hard part about finding the right oils and knowing which brands to use and what to look for because a lot of oils, especially ones at your drugstore, are going to contain those harmful ingredients. They're going to contain synthetic oil and not the pure essential oil, Um, which is actually why I really like to use the doTERRA essential oils. I know it's an MLM brand. I have zero affiliate with them. I don't even have a link. I don't purchase from them. Um, I purchase from like a specific person. However, I just really love their oils. They have the best oils. They're pure. They're essential oils. They have an oil for literally everything. I mean, anything and everything. And they have every essential oil that you can think of. So check them out. Um, if you really want to start getting into the oils, that's the way to go. And yes, they are a little pricey, but honestly, they last you a really long time because a few drops goes a long way and they are the pure essential oil. So, you know, you're not going to be getting any of those harmful ingredients. And I really think when it comes to oils, the higher price they are is going to tell you that's a better quality oil because, And let's just be honest here, tea tree oil is not going to be $5, okay? Like, no, that's fake tea tree oil. So just make sure that you're looking at the ingredients and realizing the active ingredients versus the inactive. And when it comes to oils, making sure that you dilute your pure essential oils. All right, let's move on. 
another oil um, that I really wanted to talk about is coconut oil. Everyone was recently loving this oil. I mean, even just a few years ago. I actually used to be one of those people. (laughs) I used to be all about coconut oil. Um, I used to this brand, Kopari Coconut Melt. And they really market the hell out of their coconut oil and coconut products. I reached out to them to ask them a few questions about their product. And I haven't ever heard back from them, which sucks, which means they have terrible customer service. Anyways, I used their Kopari Coconut Melt religiously. I put it on day and night as my moisturizer. This was before I found the brand Herbivore. This is before um, any other essential oils really caught my eye. And I really didn't know that much about coconut oil or oils in general. So honestly, everything I'm telling you, I've just researched the hell out of. Um, I really loved how it made my skin look and feel. And I know that a lot of people can relate. I know that a lot of people who use coconut oil or continue to use coconut oil love it um but what they don't realize and what I didn't realize is that it was causing more damage to my skin than good I would break out so much you guys and I really couldn't figure out why until I realized that the only thing I had changed in my skincare routine was adding the coconut oil so I did a lot of research talked to dermatologists and a dermatologist will tell you the number one thing Maybe not the number one thing, but in my mind, it's the number one thing that they hate to hear is, oh, I just use coconut oil for everything because coconut oil is very, very highly comedogenic, which means the product is blocking and clogging your pores on the skin and causing breakouts. That means you're just literally allowing this coconut oil to sit on top of your skin. It can't get fully absorbed because your pores are so backed up from coconut oil already. It's just so heavy. It can't fully absorb the coconut oil. And even when you are cleansing your skin day and night, it's not getting deep enough to clean out those pores fully. So then you have to go get advanced skincare treatments, which we'll talk about next episode. And it's just a whole process coconut oil is damaging your skin stop using it okay stop using it unfortunately coconut oil is not the answer to great skin despite what people have told you despite what pinterest has told you despite what kopari coconut melt has told you now don't get me wrong this brand has amazing products that have coconut in them as an added ingredient and i think that's what you should do is consider using skincare products that have coconut oil as an added ingredient because you want the benefits from the coconut because coconut has great benefits. However, you don't want the clogged pores and the hassle of getting all these extra treatments to unplug them when you're using the pure form. Um, Also, you can try using pure oils that have similar benefits and are more beneficial than coconut oil that are non-comedogenic. I like hemp seed oil and grapeseed oil to do so. However, definitely get products that have coconut as an added ingredient. It'll be far more beneficial to your skin than just slathering coconut oil all over your face. And 
(laughs) Believe it or not, I did have a client that told me she used coconut oil as SPF one time. And if you don't know what SPF is, it's supposed to be sunscreen or solar block. And could you imagine putting oil on your face, not locking it in with another moisturizer to let it absorb fully, and then you're sitting out in the hot sun. You're literally frying your fucking face. I'm sorry. My first initial reaction is when you put oil to a hot pan. That's what you're doing when you put coconut oil on as an SPF and you go outside. You're frying your face. So don't do that either. All right, enough about coconut oil because I get really worked up about it. It's just really not good. And like I said, any dermatologist would tell you the same thing. Let's stop talking about coconut oil now and jump into an oil that I actually love so much. Um, I'm talking about CBD oils. The thing with CBD oils is that most people misconstrue what they actually are. People will believe that CBDs contain THC. Um, That's wrong. A lot of people automatically think weed when they see CBD. That's wrong. There should be essentially no trace of THC in your CBD oil unless it is specified otherwise. There are certain products out there that do have a combination of THC and CBD. And I find that those products work really well for pain management, but they're not made for skincare. For your skin, you should essentially just be using a CBD oil. You don't need THC on your skin. I mean, it really isn't going to do much for you. Um, so yeah, CBD for your skin. That's what we're talking about today. That's what I want to focus on. (laughs) Most people are very uneducated when it comes to CBD oils and CBD in general, and they should definitely do a lot of research about it. There's a lot of research to still be done about it. I mean, CBDs are a very, very new oil within the past year, even really that's been introduced to us. Um, And they're still finding out what the benefits are of it. I'm still doing research on it. I have been researching this like crazy lately. Um, Just because I use CBD oil on my skin and I love it and I wanted to know exactly what it was doing for my skin and what it will do for your skin. So let's rewind. CBDs are a cannabinoid oil that is extracted from the cannabis plant at a very high concentration. Um, I won't really get into what the science is behind them. If you would like more information on that, I'll have a link in the description box to an article that I read while I was doing more research by Jesse Quinn of the Derm Store blog. It's an awesome article. It's super short and to the point, but she goes into some serious detail about how they work. Anyways, the benefits that I love from CBDs is the fact that they contain a lot of vitamins, antioxidants, and essential fatty acids. They're going to be great for radiant skin. They're going to be anti-aging, reduce inflammation, which is really great for acne-prone skin and breakouts. They also help promote collagen production and cell regeneration. That is so spot on for having great skin. Cell regeneration is the number one thing you need to have that youthful skin. CBDs will also help maintain your elasticity, 
which will prolong a process of wrinkles and help keeping the skin firm. Um, CBDs are great for all skin types. Every skin type can use CBD oils, and that's what I super love about them, is that it's not just directed towards one skin type like most oils are, because if you have oily skin, chances are you're not going to be putting oils on your skin, right? We've already talked about that. But... With CBD oils, they're great for every skin type. Um, so for dry skin, it's going to help rejuvenate your skin and retain the moisture. And it's also going to help with the flakiness and redness. So for those of you who live in those dry climates, CBD oils will be your best friend. Um, for oily skin, it's going to help regulate your oil production, causing your skin to be a little bit more balanced. And it will help repair any scarring from your breakouts, which is key for those of you who have oily skin. Because if you have oily skin, chances are you're very acne prone. Um, I think that CBDs are going to be the most effective for those who have acneic skin. I have noticed a huge difference in my breakouts since I've started using CBD oil and it's very life-changing. So if you are a person who has acneic skin, try using CBD oil. Um, I know Herbivore just came out with one called Emerald CBD Oil. And I have yet to get that one, but I bet it's going to be amazing. Because I have the other version of it, which is not a CBD oil. And I love that one. Anyways... Since it will reduce the pain and inflammation caused by acne, as well as reduce the scarring, CBD is, like I said, great for acneic skin. CBDs are also great for anyone with serious skin diseases like psoriasis and eczema. That's huge. Psoriasis and eczema are two of the hardest skin diseases to combat, honestly. Um... Eczema is very specific which products you can use on it, and I don't know a whole lot about psoriasis. I've never had to deal with it, but I know it's red. I know it's flaky. I know it's patchy. Um, I know there's a lot of inflammation, so I can only imagine the benefits you will receive from using a CBD oil. CBDs are also great for the mature skin because the oil will help diminish the appearance of fine lines, wrinkles, and help fade your age spots, which is huge 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 and it will keep your skin youthful and radiant because of the cell re regeneration so definitely try a cbd oil in your skincare try adding it honestly it should be the first oil you put on before any other oils because you really want to reap the benefits of it before you add anything else onto your skin um honestly I could really go on about oils forever. There's so many different brands and so many different oils for different skin issues. I could write a book about them and I could never even mention all of the oils that I love. <laughs> um, the brands that I like for oils, because I know you're all antsy and you just want to know the brands that I like to use for oils. So here we go. It's a huge list. I really love Herbivore. We've already establish that from my past two podcast episodes. I love Herbivore, Sunday Riley, Glow Recipe, doTERRA Essential Oils, Josie Maran Argan Oil, super good. Youth to the People, 
Tarte Maracuja Oil, and Drunk Elephant. Those are all the brands I love. The reason the Josie Moran and the Tarte have a specific oil is because that's the only oils they carry. (laughs) You can try any brand of oil for your skin. Just make sure it's organic. Make sure it's not synthetic. Make sure you read the ingredients and the active ingredients and make sure that you're getting oils that are specific for your skin type and skin needs. And add a CBD oil into your skincare routine. You will not be mad about it. All right, so we're done with oils. Now we need to talk about moisturizing because after you've applied your oils, your oil cocktails to your skin, we need to make sure that we're locking in all of that moisture. So there's two different types of moisturizers. We have daytime moisturizers and we have night creams. The main difference is that a night cream is just going to be a little bit more heavy in consistency. Daytime moisturizers are usually very lightweight. Um, They can be tinted and contain SPF. These are my favorite kind of moisturizers for the day because it's like a one and done. You put your oils on, you put your tinted moisturizer with SPF on, and there you go. You're good to go. Um, Anyways, (laughs) daytime moisturizers are going to specifically target against free radicals since we're usually out during the day, hence the name daytime moisturizer. And then they're going to be a little bit more of a protective moisturizer in that sense. So with a daytime moisturizer, it is super, super important to avoid products that contain retinols, alpha hydroxy acids, benzoyl peroxide, and salicylic. These are going to make your skin super sensitive to the sun and can cause a little bit more damage. They can cause a kind of like a chemical burn reaction in a sense. They can also cause dryness and flakiness to the skin, which you don't want. And these ingredients are super awesome to use at night while you're sleeping so that your skin can heal and get the benefits of these ingredients overnight. Just try not to use them during the day. If you have a spot blemish that you need to get rid of and you need to put that salicylic on or that benzoyl peroxide on it, do it at night. That's the best time. So night creams... They usually contain ingredients specific to helping the skin repair and revitalize itself overnight. And these creams are going to help our skin recover from any harsh elements and sun damage that has been caused throughout the day. So this is the time to heal acne and blemishes. So the creams you choose will have to have the ingredients geared towards your skin needs. So like I said already, the retinols, the alpha hydroxy acids, the benzoyl peroxide, the salicylic acid, those are all great to heal your skin overnight. And you will get the best benefits from them overnight. Um, And so in order to reap the most benefits from your moisturizers, just make sure it's specific to your skin type and you should definitely use daytime moisturizers and night creams. They can both be applied after your oils to lock in the hydration and retain moisture throughout the day and night. It is super important to use a night cream. It is super important to use a daytime moisturizer. I cannot stress this enough. Those are going to be the key element to locking in that moisture from the oils and push everything into your skin. I have probably about four different oils on my skin right now and two different moisturizers is that excessive maybe 
but I'm an excessive extra ass bitch. So I'm going to do the most for my skin because I want it to look good. And sometimes less is more. Don't get me wrong. But when it comes to hydration and I live in Colorado and I am very dry on the combination scale, I'm more on the dry side of combination. It's just necessary for me to have a lot of oils and moisturizer on my skin. So also at night, the night creams are huge. A lot of the time I'll find myself doing a night cream mask, um, like the jet lag mask from Summer Fridays. Such a good mask to wear overnight. I don't always do it. I do it probably like twice or three times a week, but it's just super important to use the night creams and the moisturizers to protect your skin against the environmental damages, against the free radicals, and to really retain the moisture in your skin. We got to nourish our skin, you guys. It's very necessary. All right, so during the day, it is probably the most important step in your daytime skincare routine. No exceptions. SPF needs to be applied. SPF is the last thing you should put on your skin. It's going to help protect your skin from the harmful rays that the sun can create sun damage from and the sunspots and solar comedones. So if you don't know what (laughs) solar comedones are, they're just black. They really look like freckles and like pimples and blemishes, but they're black and they usually tend to end up around your eyes from wearing sunglasses because it's like reflecting onto your skin from the sunglass and like creating that dot. And then sunspots are the brown spots you see on your skin. Over time, they will appear more. They'll be darker, more brown. So it's just super important that you wear SPF. There's two types of SPF, and this is important. Physical SPF and chemical SPF. The main difference between the two are the active ingredients that are used. So physical SPF has a combination of zinc oxide and titanium dioxide, which are two active mineral ingredients. So they come from the earth, they're organic, they're great for your skin, and they work by sitting on top of your skin and deflecting the harmful rays from your skin. So with this type of SPF, there's no wait time. You can go out in the sun immediately after application, and it also protects from both UVA and UVB rays. It's really great for acne-prone skin because the zinc oxide and the titanium dioxide are actually blemish healers, which is really nice. Um, And they're also sensitive skin friendly. The zinc oxide is an anti-aging ingredient, so it's going to help also rid the skin of blemishes. It's going to help create any, get rid of any fine lines and wrinkles. Um, The UVA rays and UVB rays, they age us, right? That's why we get age spots. That's why we get sun damage spots. So when you're putting on those protective SPF layers, you're essentially not going to age in a sense. That's the only way I can put it. Um, At least not as fast. It's going to slow down your aging process. So technically, this is a win-win situation. Physical SPF, win-win. Protect your skin from the sun, helps get rid of acne, and you also get to stay youthful. Now, there's also chemical SPF. Chemical SPF contains carbon ingredients, 
And the reason it's called chemical SPF is because the ingredients create a chemical reaction. When the UV rays hit them, they turn into heat and then release the heat from the skin. It's very confusing how it works, but it's a chemical reaction and that's why it's chemical SPF. There's hardly any pros to using a chemical SPF and you should try to avoid it if possible. SPF should be very helpful to the skin and not harmful. So all of those like banana bow and SPFs and sunscreens you see at the grocery store, make sure you're reading the ingredients because if it does not contain the active ingredients of zinc oxide and titanium dioxide, do not get it, especially for your children. Children should not be wearing chemical SPF. Um, SPF is not effective with protecting your skin if it is lower than 30 or higher than 50. It is scientifically proven that any SPF has over 50 has no evidence that it gives more protection than the lower SPF numbers. So also your skin has a greater chance of becoming irritated when using SPF over 50. Now there are specific skin types that doctors and dermatologists will prescribe a specific SPF number to those skin types and it could be 100, it could be like 150, whatever. There's a reason behind that. So if your doctor is prescribing it to you, it's a, it's a prescription, first of all. So it's medical grade and there's a reason that they're prescribing it to you. But at the end of the day, regular SPF, physical, there's no evidence that anything over 50 has protection so don't get it. Um, 30 is my go-to. 30 is perfect. Um, for my kid, I would probably use 40 or 50. Um, make sure you are wearing your SPF daily. Just about every skincare brand carries an SPF, and most of them, if it is a skincare brand, will be physical SPF, not chemical. And just make sure you're reading the active ingredients list to check that if it is a physical SPF. Most brands also carry the tinted moisturizers with the SPF and sheer glow foundations with SPF. So you really <laughs> you really can't get away from SPF. I mean, if you're going to wear makeup, 90% of the stuff you use that's tinted or sheer glow will contain the SPF. If you're going to go to the beach, go out to the pool, just even walk outside for a few minutes, you need to wear SPF. It is so easy to protect your skin from the harmful radicals in the environment. All it takes you guys is a simple skincare routine. And we've gone over that from start to finish in these episodes. It's super easy. All you have to do is conduct a simple skincare regimen out of all the steps I've given you. Remove your makeup, cleanse, tone, apply your oils, moisturizer, and SPF. So simple. That's one, two, three, four, five, six steps. Six small steps that can improve your skin. I hope that you all took something away from this. And I really hope that this skincare series has really helped you understand why it's so important to take care of your skin inside and out. And in the next episode, we're going to finish off the skincare series with exfoliation and advanced skincare treatments because those are important too. I wanted to start you guys off with 
the basics and then get into the advanced stuff. So I will have a new episode for you guys up next week. That is the promise. I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope you love this podcast series and we will have to do a little bit more like this with other products. 